0: Welcome to the Heartbeat for Hire podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Dowd. In my 25 years of sales experience, I've managed some of the most prestigious accounts in the world, negotiated multi-million dollar deals without sacrificing relationships, and built successful sales organizations where folks were knocking down the door to be a part of the rich, fun culture we created. My goal is to help train leaders and sales organizations how to manage and deliver results with empathy, compassion, and kindness. Each week, I'll share strategies you can take with you to invest in your people in a way that redefines the fabric of your sales organization and your company as a whole. I have an arsenal of tips and tricks up my sleeve and have a decorated sales career to leverage. Let's get started. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Heartbeat for Hire. I love doing these podcasts because they're great for sellers and for leaders. And today's topic is right up your alley. So I've got Dan Goodman, who is from True Commish. I'm going to give you a little bio on Dan and we're going to get started. So Dan is a seasoned executive bringing over 25 years of experience in compensation, verification, remuneration, and he has consulted with top performing salespeople and successfully reclaiming hundreds of thousands of dollars from their employers. Prior to founding True Commission, Dan Goodman successfully led Acuity Link through the startup phases to result in funding and execution of milestones. Dan has held senior positions in, in the Internet security, networking, telecommunications, enterprise software, and management consulting industries. He has an MBA uh, in entrepreneurial studies with magna cum laude distinction from Babson and a BBA in finance with cum laude distinction from UMass Amherst, which is my dad's alma mater. Welcome. Dan, happy to have you here.
1: Thank you, Lindsay. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. Happy to be here.
0: You bet. So um, just to tee it up so folks know what we're talking about. True Commish. Tell us what is True Commish, How did you get there and why?
1: Absolutely. So True Commission is a service that we've developed recently. It's an automated service. It's for salespeople to be able to verify their pay. It's really about providing tra- commission transparency or pay transparency within an organization. Today, salespeople have to rely on blind faith and trust that they're paid fully and accurately. When they book a deal, they don't get paid on that deal for several months later. And oftentimes, what they expected to be paid on that deal can change. So what we do is rather than having uh, sales folks have to rely on blind faith and trust that when they see that number, it's correct, we want to be able to show them you know, what they should have been paid, what they actually were paid. And if there's a difference, we want to highlight that for them so that they can briefly research it, and go back to their company and get paid on it.
0: I mean, I don't know. I've, I've been on the receiving end of not knowing what I was getting paid or having such a complex sales plan that it was almost impossible to understand. I've also had jobs where I had a calculator and I could figure those things out, but those jobs are few and far between. So why is this so important to sellers and, and is, it, is it available to them?
1: Yeah, I mean, so it is available. We have a, a pro, an application right now at uh, app.truecommissioned.com. It's a free application that anyone can go in right now and, and take a look at, look at a demo that we have up on, on the application. They can upload their compensation plans. They can upload their uh, various data sets. And within a matter of moments, without any manual effort or data entry, they'll be able to verify that they're paid accurately and fully. Now, this is really important to salespeople because they work very hard for their pay. And they make a lot of sacrifices and it it frustrates them and can cause a lot of mental anguish um, if they are not able to verify that their pay is correct. It can impact loyalty. It can impact retention. It can impact happiness. And, you know, so I've been doing this manually for friends and family for over 25 years. Mm -hmm. And I've literally helped them identify and recoup hundreds of thousands of earned but unpaid commissions and resulting bonuses. And they've actually gone on many President's Club trips to Hawaii and other beautiful places that they wouldn't have gone otherwise, thanks for the work that was done. Yeah. So it's a it's been a manual, time-consuming process. It's very frustrating. And, um, you know, comp plans are made very, they're very complex. They're difficult to track. And so I, I've been doing this on a manual basis for all these years. And we built an automated solution to do this, which is just wonderful. It's It's helpful for me to be able to help others do it. And it's also helpful for them to be able to go online themselves and do it.
0: You know, you hit on a couple of things that I want to hone in on. One, which is near and dear to my heart, is culture. And you know, you can't underestimate how damaging it is for a seller to think they're getting one thing and to find out they're missing tens of thousands of dollars in their commission check. And I've certainly been there. Um, you know, what does it do to morale? I mean, you you've worked with these people that have have essentially had their money taken away from them. So explain the experience they've had and what you've seen.
1: Yeah. So I, I've kind of grouped folks in like three different buckets. You've got the folks that maybe might be in their fifties or so, and have already made quite a bit of money in sales and they've got uh, you know quite a nice backlog of customers and deals coming down the pike and they don't really want to rock the boat. They've been in the company for a long time and they're making a good living. And then, you have know, other folks that are, you know, maybe more recently out of college, a few years, and they're, you know, a little bit more hesitant to challenge things or to question things. And I've seen sales folks be, be intimidated by senior management in the sure. past, asking questions like, you know, don't you trust us? You know, why isn't anyone else asking these questions? Mm-hmm. You know, are you, are you here on the long, for the long term? Are you a team player? And obviously, you're going to walk away from that saying, geez, you know, my, is my job in jeopardy here if I question my pay? I mean, it's everyone's right to be able to question their pay. You know, just yeah. as, I mean, you, you, it's, your, it's your right. It's the, it's the company's obligation to pay you accurately and fully. And if you bring up to them the fact that you weren't paid accurately and fully, then they're exposing themselves to triple damages and they're impacting morale and negativity. And as far as that third group, it's sort of that sweet spot of folks maybe in the 30 to 45 range. They're more confident um, with themselves and they're selling. And they've always been frustrated because, You know, accounting is slow to respond to questions that when they've gone through and try to check things in the past, there appear to have been errors. Um, And there's this dynamic that exists between the accounting department and the sales organization. And oftentimes the sales manager is stuck right in the middle. So this impacts morale. It impacts productivity. uh, It impacts loyalty and retention. Um, you know, people have a right to know that they're being paid fully and accurately. And if it's sort of hanging out there in the back of your head saying, geez, there's mistakes and it's a manual process and mm. accounting's not responsive. And, you know, it, it, it really impacts your overall mental health and, and, and
0: viewpoints on things. You know, you said something you said it's their right. But isn't it also the law? It is.
1: It is. It's the law to, for the employer to pay the employee fully and accurately but it's up to the salesperson to make sure that they're doing that because right. no one else is going to check for them. Yeah. You know, no one's going to cry over whether a salesperson was shortchanged by $2,000 in the most recent commission check. So yeah. I'm I, I I so. to add, it is, it oh, is no. the responsibility of the employer to pay them right. Once it's been brought to their attention, that there's an error. And if they wow. don't immediately take action, they're exposing themselves to triple damages. So all the times that I've helped salespeople and there's been many, many, many recoup money from the new employer The accounting department of the CFO was like, yes, you know, we'll review this and your next commission check will just include that with that. But when the CEO found out about that, they required that that salesperson went home that day with a manual check to make them whole because the CEO is aware of the liability that has now been brought to their attention and they need to make it right
0: immediately. I would think this is so relevant for anybody that's selling SaaS solutions um, because SaaS is complicated. And you know, it was my experience, I had lots of variables in, in my pay and there was renewals and there was net new and there was certain accelerators on certain products. And the more variables you have, the harder it is to really have clarity on what it is you're doing. And I know just from what you've shown me, um, it's a fairly simple process by adding in the variables on the tool. And I think the thing that I really was impressed by was this is free for sellers. So yep. how do you make your money? Well, right now, we're, we're you know, I, I've
1: always wanted to give back. I've been helping salespeople for a long time on an individual basis. And I've always wanted to automate this process and then put it out there for sales reps because there's been no one in their corner before. They're sort of mm-hmm. out there on their own. You know, they can try to check it. And if they do, is it really the best use of their time? Are they better off? And doesn't the company want them to spend that time chasing the next big deal, not looking backwards at what they should have earned? So, you know, what we're trying to do here is provide that transparency, provide that visibility. Um, You know, you can go into the app, you can log in, it asks, few basic questions to sort of understand your comp plan. Is it a simple plan with like one bucket that everything goes into and you have one commission rate? And then if you meet quota, maybe you have a higher rate and a bonus associated with it. Or is it a more complex plan with maybe four or five different product categories that you're selling, each with different commission rates, each with different quotas, each with different escalators or tiers, with different rates within those escalators or tiers. And you may get bonus for meeting each of those separately and then another bonus for meeting them overall. And to be able to track this and to make sure that each deal is being uh, classified into the right category, because again, there's different commission rates for different categories. Mm -hmm. So if it's being misclassified, you may be underpaid on that commission that you earned. And you may not be getting the year-to-date credit to meet your bonuses within those certain categories or overall. So we ask a few basic questions, um, and then in a matter of minutes, you can onboard your comp plan. And then we simply have you upload some bookings information and upload some of your commission information. And select a few fields, and the system will automatically identify in just a matter of moments deals that appear that you may not have been paid accurately. Now the salesperson can take that and they can go and check those few deals. So rather than working off hundreds of deals, maybe there's a couple of dozen, and then within a matter of maybe ten or fifteen minutes, they can quickly go into their system and say, "Hey, this deal was downsized, or this deal was canceled, or wait, this deal looks like it was you know never invoiced, and I should have been paid on it, or this deal looks like you know they didn't uh, you know pay me the right amount." Mm-hmm. So that's the basics on how it works. We also provide unique um, insights um, on the customer base and about their selling performance
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, to make recommendations to the salesperson on how they can actually maximize their earnings through these unique insights that our system will
0: provide them. So Dan, I know, you know, talking about your pay and talking about your commission is, is often um a difficult conversation for folks. They feel like it's information they shouldn't share, and they probably want some assurance that this is kept confidential. So, how do you handle private and confidential information? Absolutely, we have a couple
1: of different ways we go about that. Um, one instance, we have it so that the data actually never leaves the browser of the sales rep. So all that confidential information is is working right off the browser locally. Another thing that we do is that we have uh, full we we have everything fully encrypted so that all of the relevant fields, such as perhaps maybe customer names or other information that someone might be hesitant to share, um, all that would be blocked off and only the sales rep would have the encryption key to show the information in that field. We're also looking at adding uh, additional security through blockchain in
0: Web 3.0 that will then take this to the next stage of of security. Awesome. And why would this be beneficial for a leader? Um, Because I mean, I would envision uh, being a leader myself when I had big organizations. I always tried to advocate for my people and their pay. So this puts you, this puts a leader in a unique position because I think there's that fine line of, we're going against the man versus like, I want to advocate for you all, not because I don't trust the company, but because I want you to ensure that your pay is right. And there's lots of room for errors and the larger the population of people and the more variables in a comp plan, the more difficult it can be. So, you know, talk a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's a great question. Thank you, Lindsay. Um, So really, I mean, we see this as a solution for the individual rep we see this as a solution for the small and medium business that doesn't really have any automation right now, and it's a manual process and prone to error. And then we see this as a, a tool also for the enterprise to improve relations and culture within the organization. Wow. So one person with the enterprise, going to be a perfect example for, would be, say, a sales manager or a sales director who is constantly every month has a line of salespeople out the door complaining about accounting slow response time, but complaining about the complexity of the comp plan and how difficult it is to track, complaining about how things to be ch- th- seems to be changing on the fly that, that, that that's not fair to them and, and that negatively impacts them. You know, the, the accounting is not responsive to their inquiries. So if I'm a sales manager and I have a budget for things like training or, or employee morale or, or, or socialization, for a small fee, I could potentially provide each of my salespeople their own individual true commission account that they can have a third party verify that they're being paid fully and accurately. Now that's going to help with morale. That's going to help with retention. A salesperson is going to feel good to know that their company is doing the right thing by them. It also will help with transparency, which is a big theme today. Um, I mean, there's been a theme going on right now as a cause of the, the pandemic with this great focus at work at home the great resignation has taken place. And now there's been a power shift uh, within organizations where employees are now taking back control of, 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 of some of that power there that they yeah. never had before. And now companies need to respond to that. Yeah. They need to be able to provide that transparency, resolve concerns that that salespeople will have around some basic things like pay and invisibility. So, I mean, these are all things that would benefit. So if I'm a sales manager and I can appease my top talent and not have them spending time checking and getting frustrated and having it wear on them and have them going out and selling more and making more money for the company, that's what I want to do. And for a small fee, I can provide this transparency that never existed before. To me, it's just a win-win all
0: all around for everyone. I would have loved to have had a solution like this when I was an individual contributor and when I was a a leader, because I always had people coming to me saying, hey, Linz, I don't think my check is right. I I think I'm missing something. Can you help me? And it was like a wild goose chase trying to find the right people. and, And oh, well, we'll come back to you. It might take a few weeks. It might take a few months. And then by then, you're so worn down and you're so defeated and so disappointed that your company didn't do right by you and I think and correct me if I'm wrong don't companies have to communicate changes to their comp plans you know ahead of changing them
1: well that's another great point Lindsay. I, I just you know I, I've been on LinkedIn a bunch and had a bunch of great conversations recently with people about just this topic about how companies are changing comp plans mid-year so that they're extending the bar they're changing the escalators they're they're they're, they're, they're having yeah exactly And and so what I found really works well is and companies used to do this a lot more than they've been doing now is that they require the salesperson to sign a compensation letter each year stating what 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 the rules are what the escalators are what the pay is so on and so forth and that holds both parties to that contract correct so although I have seen situations where that has existed and companies have tried to change the plan mid year yeah and frankly. you know, I, I guess the lawyers can figure out how legal that is. I know of at least four or five salespeople that are engaged with attorneys right now, fighting just this issue with their companies. But companies need to be fair and honest and reasonable with their employees, and employees will treat them the same back. And changing the, the rules halfway through the game is not fair for anyone.
0: So, how much? Like, do you, are there competitor products out there, or is True Commiss really unique?
1: That's a great question. Um, So I know that people kind of look at me a little strange when I say that there's no competition, because I guess people have said that before about a lot of things. I can truly say there is no competition for this particular product. Um, You know, some people might confuse what True Commission does with commission software. And commission software is really, it's almost similar to a CRM, but for the accounting department. Mm -hmm. It helps automate things. It helps reduce manual errors. um, And it helps save a lot of time for the accounting department. And it also provides a nice dashboard for the sales rep that maybe they never had before if they were only getting like Excel spreadsheets, but it does nothing to verify whether you're actually paid accurately or not. Commission software just looks at one side of the equation. It looks at what the company invoiced to the customer, and then the sales rep is paid off of that. It does not look at what you expected to be paid when you shook the hand of your customer and they agreed on the terms in that price. So that's a very, very big difference. We look at both sides. We look at the before and the after, and we highlight changes and differences. So, you know, if I'm a sales rep and I book a couple hundred thousand dollar hardware deal with services and support and managed services and professional services and software, you know, a lot of different hands in my organization touch that, you know, yeah. fulfillment, you know, uh, networking, the technology group, and there can be changes to it. That Those changes are never reported back to the sales rep. They're not even aware that the changes are taking place oftentimes and and their, their pay can be negatively impacted and there's nothing they can do about it. And they don't know about it. So mm-hmm. we bring
0: that to their attention. So, Dan, you shared a couple stories with me of people you've worked with, how you recovered a whole bunch of money. Could you share a little bit of that about those stories? Because they were like jaw dropping.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, actually, just recently after starting True Commission, um, you know, the full application hadn't been fully built yet, but we did use some of it and some of it was done manually. So I was working with a rep. She had just started with a new company, um, a little over six months left in the fiscal year. Uh, she got basically a half year uh, quota, which was about $500,000. And she got paid 12% on uh, anything she sold, any anything, uh, up to that first $500,000. And then anything over that, she got paid at 18%. So with about, I don't know, about maybe four to six weeks left in the fiscal year, um, she came to me and said, look, my company says that I'm about 60000 in gross profit from hitting my $500,000 number. Um, can you help me figure this out? Because, you know, I, I really want to make a good impact and impression that I got up to speed quickly and, and made, the, made the, uh, the quota. So I, the first thing we had to do was get the data from the employer because they provided nothing to me. So um, when she requested uh, the commission information, What was sent was basically uh, an Excel spreadsheet that wasn't formatted, um, and it basically had about three thousand lines of data rows, and it had a couple of dozen columns going across, some of which were wider than the actual screen that you could see it on. So, you know, they were basically providing—they're basically providing an output from a general ledger. So it showed all of the costs, it showed all of the revenue, and then it was left up to the salesperson to net the two out manually to figure out the gross profit on it and then apply a commission rate to check to see what they were getting paid on. So that was half of it. The other half was the bookings report. So they had to request the bookings report and they were able to put that together. But it took the rep almost three weeks and about 11 inquiries to get the data. When she first asked her sales manager for it, he was kind of taken aback. And that was when some of those questions popped up like, why is there no one else on this team that has asked for this information and you've only been here for four months and you're asking for this information? Don't you trust us? Are you a, are you a team player? You know, so she was, but she was an experienced rep. She's been in, in the industry for 20 plus years. So she wasn't going to be intimidated by these questions. It just made her dig in deeper. So we, we, we finally got the data and I mean, no one could make any sense of it. Um, I've been doing this for so long. I was able to manipulate it in such a way Now I was basically cross-referencing the two data sets. Mm -hmm. So to make a long story short, because it's probably been long already, (laughs) is that we were able to identify over $100,000 in gross profit that was not accounted for. So now this person not only made the 60 to get her to to get the quota, she now got a $25,000 bonus. She met quota and now made President's Club and was taken on a, a trip to Hawaii with her spouse. In addition, she was looked at very positively within the company because she was able to ramp up in no time at all and was performing at the level of someone who'd been there for years and years and years. So this was a great opportunity for her. some of the things that happened, the mistakes that were made were really very alarming. So there was one deal that she, uh, that she had gotten. It was a million-dollar-plus deal that her sales manager made her split with the most senior rep in the company because the rep was going to, quote-unquote, help her get up to speed and they wanted to keep that rep happy as well. So this rep, the rep I was working with did pretty much all of the work and they split the commission 50-50, but she was supposed to get 100% of the credit for the year-to-date quota attainment. That never happened. So she was only given 50%. That alone was worth almost $60,000 in gross profit by itself, counting towards the quota attainment. There were another three deals that were professional services deals that were total about 25 grand in gross profit together total that were allocated to a quote unquote house account, which were then never provided to her. If the work hadn't been done, this would never have been found and she would have never been credit or paid for these deals.
0: So, so these how are much different- did you recover for her?
1: I ended up recovering the $25,000 bonus plus another $11,000 in commissions that she uh, either wasn't paid on or because she now made it to that higher tier was getting paid eighteen percent on deals rather than twelve percent. Mm-hmm. So between those three buckets plus the club, president's club trip, it was well over thirty-six thousand dollars plus the trip.
0: Wow! So wow. it was a
1: big, big win. Um, she was very and the funny thing is, is that after we got all that data, the company now refused to provide that type of data in the future to the sales reps.
0: So anyway, <laughs> probably she, she probably like, because she made them work so hard. But there, um, the reality is, I mean, and this is my advice to all the salespeople out there, you guys need to be asking questions. And there is, it it is your right. And it absolutely is something you should be in practice of doing to check your pay. And I know if you're working for really big companies that are skilled at making it complicated, all the more reason for you to double check because things are missed. And some of it's not intentional, but you got to stay on top of it. And you know, the reality is it is such a detriment to companies that monkey around with people's pay. And, you know, I, I've i certainly went from annual comp plans to biannual comp plans. So, you know, six month um, comp plans. And so you accepted those twice a year, but when you accept them, it's really important you understand them. And I think a lot of reps are like, oh, my boss wants me to sign it. I'm going to sign it. And they don't stop and really understand all the elements that that make it work. Um, And this exercise of using this tool really kind of helps you draw out those elements so you're not surprised. And so you understand your comp plan. I mean, by design, they're making it hard. They're making it complex. And um, I want to give companies the benefit of the doubt and say, of course, they want to reward you for your hard work. But the more variables, the more room for error.
1: Absolutely. A couple of things I want to add to that. Um, so, so by doing this regularly, you, you become more knowledgeable about your sales and about your customers and what they're buying. And you can start to see some trends and get some insights into that. So you want to stay on top of it. You don't want to close a deal and put it in the drawer and then forget about it until the customer calls you for the next time. You know, it also you know, gives you some ideas about the direction the customer is going with some of their purchasing patterns. Um, The other thing too, I want to give you a quick little story that I like to tell folks. So like if you go to a convenience store, right? And you buy a pack of gum, right? And it costs $1.50 and you give the clerk a $20 bill and they hand you your change back. Do you ever check your change or you just put it right back in your pocket and leave? I mean, I don't know about you, but most people, I think, I do, I check to make sure I'm getting my change back because I can't even tell you the number of times that when I gave that $20 for a $2 item, instead of getting $18 back, I got 10 back. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if you're going to check something as... You know, as as trivial as a $20 in change, you would think that it'd be important to check your commissions, which which could result in literally thousands of dollars coming back to you.
0: Yeah. And and I want to talk a little bit about um, the, the leader aspect of it. You know, this whole intimidation piece of you're the only one. Well, first of all, that may not be true. Um, But that's a real crap style of leadership, guys. (laughs) If you're working for somebody who does that sort of intimidation, um, you really ought to look at what it is you're doing. And I love this, this example, a friend of mine said to me, she said, when, when the phone rings, and it's your boss, do the hairs on your neck stand up? or Are you excited to take the call? So first, you know, you want to build that rapport with your leader, but by by questioning this, there's a way to do it. And if you come at them guns a-blazing, say my pay screwed up and I'm so mad, and how could you let this happen? Versus, hey, I have the software. I I check how my commissions are paid. I, I'm happy to share it with you, but I'm a little concerned because I don't think it's right. Could you help me look into this? It's a dramatically different approach than screaming and yelling and your hair's on fire. And, you know, you, you want to continue to build that trust and rapport. And if you do it the right way, your leader probably will, will, well, they should have your back, but also might get intrigued on their own pay plan because I promise you theirs is just as complex, sometimes even more.
1: Yeah, see, my experience is a little frustrating for folks is that sometimes management almost tries to trick the salesperson because they don't want to upset them. They don't want them to, you know, have a retention issue, but they have a mandate from executive management to control and reduce the overall cost of sales. Yeah. So, you know, sales management is sometimes is sort of stuck between a rock and a hard place as a result yeah, of that. For
0: sure. So rather
1: than trying to maybe pull a fast one over on the sales team, how about just being more transparent and communicating you know, what the roadblocks are and what the hurdles that they have to work with. Yeah. And, and, and that way, everyone will be on the same team and, and you won't have these issues, right? So, I mean, another thing that the truth commission can provide that people have asked for in the past and you'd be shocked about this is that we do a comp plan comparison tool. So, you know, you got a comp plan from last year and now your sales manager comes to this year. You were, you were a rock star. You did 125% of quota. You knocked it out of the park. You went on a club trip, the whole thing. Now your sales manager is coming to you this year with a new comp plan. He says, you know, I think, with the quote, I think you're going to like this. I think you're going to make more money this year. Check it out. Now, you look at it. Everything's changed. It's not an apples to apples comparison. The tiers change. The rates change. The escalators change. You literally need like a PhD in mathematics to really figure out whether you'll make more or not. So True Commission has created part of our application, a feature within it, that we will look at last year's plan, we'll look at this year's plan, and we'll tell you based on various levels of performance, how much more or less you'll make from last year's plan to this year's plan. And it's really been an eye-opener for salespeople. I mean, Um,
0: that's such such an important thing for people to understand. And you kind of hit on it earlier when we were talking about the great resignation. And this is something that I talk a lot about. And, you know, employees are definitely in the driver's seat more than they ever have been. And, you know, if you are a seller and you're afraid to talk about this because you have suspicions that they're monkeying around with your pay, you need to like take a moment, take a breath, find your strength and go after it. And the reality is there are companies that do the right thing. And Absolutely. you want to work for companies that do that. We talk a lot about this on this podcast of the kinds of questions that you should be asking if you're interviewing, like how is your culture? How do you handle things when they're tough? Can I talk to some people on your team? Talking to people on the team is going to give you a, you know, some peek into how is commission handled? Is it paid on time? Is it, is it accurate? And if you ask, is it accurate? And they're like, God, I hope so, you know, it's a wing and a prayer. They may they probably don't know.
1: Yeah, and one of the nice things that I like to do is I like to find out who I replaced, and maybe they left the company, and reach out to them and find out why they left, and what the yeah. sales manager's you know management style is, and what some of the concerns and frustrations might have been. So, yeah, I mean this I all agree. comes
0: back to the culture piece, right? This yes. comes back to leadership and trust and transparency, and you know, for me as a leader, building trust was paramount. It was so critical to all of our collective success because once there's trust. There comes collaboration. There comes communication. I can provide purpose. They can believe in me. I can be their advocate. There's all kinds of goodness that comes out of trust. There is nothing that breaks trust faster than monkeying around with somebody's pay. And you know, it's generally not the sales leader that you report directly to that's done that. It's likely finance. And you want them on your side to help you fight that fight. Um, but if they changed your comp plan, they likely changed the manager's comp plan too. So, you know, it's it's worth sharing with your leader, you know, hey, I've discovered this and I want to dig a little deeper. Now, by nature, I think they try and confuse you and you've kind of alluded to that. So yes. being able to lay it out in a way you can understand it, it's going to be really important. Yeah, I mean, to me,
1: I, I mean, something like true commission could be a real differentiator for Employers um, trying to attract salespeople and talent. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that we see this eventually become go, going to is almost like the true commission seal of trust or the true commission seal of approval. Yeah. That this is an organization that provides transparency around compensation. That when you go there, you don't have to worry about, you know, fast ones being pulled over you or, yeah. or, or, or worrying about if your pay is right or having to worry about spending time that your time is better spent doing other things checking. And I think that that could act as a differentiator for employers.
0: Well, you're super passionate about this topic. Tell me, what else inspires you, Dan? What gets you out of bed in the morning? Well, I am a, I am a, a fitness freak. I, I get up out of
1: bed every day at 4.30. Uh, I'm out there with my dog, walking in in nature, in the woods, uh, thinking about different things, coming up with ideas, uh, came up with the idea of of, of launching and building the True Commission application. I mean, that's something that I always wanted to do, but it's like, well, how do you take it from like a one-to-one professional services engagement? to one that you can do one to many and where it's an automated solution. And I did, and I came up with that just in some of the sort of these nature walks and things like that. Um, I'm a, I'm a big, big golf advocate. Um, I've got a wonderful family with a, a wife and three children uh, who I adore and, uh, and, and our chocolate lab that, uh, that really rounds out the whole family. Um, I'm about giving back and, and helping others. And I get real joy out of, you know, uh, helping folks um, recoup up uh, uh, earnings that they, that they never received. I've always been very analytical. Um, I'm a spreadsheet jock. I like to make uh, financial models throughout my whole career. And I, I do it on a personal level as well, And which is kind of how this whole thing came about and checking pay for folks. That's and great. then uh, we, we did it and we found lots of money for folks and uh,
0: people have been really happy about it. Uh, and it's been wonderful. That's amazing. And what, what do you say are your biggest inspirations? My
1: biggest inspirations I, I think would be all those folks out there that are that are working really hard and trying to do the right right thing and th- there just aren't solutions out there for them so I- i'm inspired by those folks that continue day after day that are out there trying to do the, the right thing despite the hurdles that are put in front of them and, and it inspires me to go and, and help them and help them overcome some of these hurdles help balance the scales bring transparency and fairness and equality
0: to this whole process and and make it a better situation for all. I love it. And lastly, what is the legacy that you want to leave behind? I want people to associate um, Dan Goodman with someone who's fair and honest
1: and someone who wants to fight for the little guy. You know, I'm sort of creating a persona as as the commission guru, someone who can help salespeople stand up for themselves, question
0: things and, and, and make sure that they're being treated fairly and honestly. I love it. That's awesome, Dan. And how do folks find you?
1: So uh, True Commish, um, we have an app. Uh, our website is www.truecommish.com. That's spelled T-R-U-C-O-M-M-I-S-H. I think mean, you can see it back in my background. Um, you can also go and check out the app for free right now yourself. Um, it's app.trucommish.com. Um, There's a demo there. Um, there's videos that show you how to use it and how it works There's a dashboard that's populated with data and you can go uh, in there and use it yourself. And again, I'm more than happy to jump on a call with any salesperson that might like some advice, uh, mm-hmm. some help checking things, um, some, uh, some advice on how to approach your employer, uh, and how to get these things, uh, identified and recovered. So you can reach out to me directly on LinkedIn. Um, Dan, Dan Goodman through true Commission. Uh, my phone number and email are on there as well. So uh,
0: hit me up. I'm happy to help. And that's how I found Dan, you guys. So he is a a, a great LinkedIn uh, connector and... Um, That's how we met and got this conversation going. So I just thought it was such a relevant topic to all the sellers and leaders that listen to this podcast. But Dan, I want to thank you. I thank you for making this app. Thank you for helping so many sellers uh, get a grip on what it is they should be making. I mean, we're in sales for the money. Um, That is the whole reason we do it. And if you don't have that kind of transparency, you really should. Um, And this is a real easy way to find it. So thank you for being on today. You are a great guest and um, I wish you well. Thanks everybody. Stay tuned for another episode of Heartbeat for Hire. Take care. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Heartbeat for Hire. If you like what you hear, I'd love it if you'd subscribe and leave a five-star review. To keep the conversation going, you can find me on Insta or at LinkedIn at lindsaydowdh4h, or you can reach me at my website, heartbeatforhire.com. Thanks so much. Have a great day.